You guys know that I've joined the Business Renegades podcast to the podcast Her Network. It's really been a game changer for the fast track to growing this podcast, and I am so excited to tell you that they are opening their doors right now for you to come and join too. If you want to learn more, join the founder, Jonah Bolt, and myself at the upcoming masterclass, Three-Step Visibility Engine, by registering at podcasthercom forward slash masterclass. Welcome to the Business Renegades podcast, where we're dedicated to challenging the status quo. I'm your co-host, Maria Kreider, a course creator. And I'm Tara Leeson, business mentor. We provide practical advice and actionable tips to help you break free from the same old strategies and create something new and innovative. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we have Matt Allen on as our guest. So introduce yourself. Tell us who you are. What's up? Thanks so much for having me on Valentine's Day. What a better time to be spending with two beautiful ladies. So thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah, my name is Matthew Allen. Uh, I'm a leadership marketing coach. I help online coaches understand themselves on a deeper level and then use that to create their most powerful and effective content, really allowing themselves to stand out, speak their truth, have the confidence to do so and attract their dream client followers and then turn those followers into clients. Mm-hmm. Yes, we love your content. It's always so good. It is Thank really you. good. The best stuff. So how, like when you first started, how how would you say your content has evolved? Uh, that's a question that no one has really asked me. Um, yes. You know, I come from, you know, I was a photographer for a while and got into videography. I even did a little in, in high school, but didn't, I just, it was just like a, you know, extracurricular. I didn't really think of it as anything, but I, I felt I had a natural knack for it, but um, I don't know, falling into like, I ended up being a civil engineer for a while and that whole story um, just feeling like that was a better career path and whatnot, but really kind of coming back to my creative roots, which uh, is super, super fun for me, but even still it was hard. Like when I moved to Denver, Colorado a little over four years ago to pursue my passion in fitness and be a personal trainer, um, I first thought that I would be the best personal trainer ever. And I wouldn't have to market myself or get on sales calls. The gym would just send me people. I'd be so good. People would just be like, hell yeah, I'll pay whatever. Obviously, that's not how it works. And I realized that I had to learn how to market myself. Um, and I would do, we had this big turf area at my gym. And I would do laps just like in between classes, you know, after like the 9 a.m. class, before the noon class, I'd do my workout. And then I'd do laps and be like, what do I post today? I don't know what to talk about. Like, ah, and you know how I'm, we've all been there. Right. And so it's, it, it had been hard for me, but it's just something that I knew like everyone markets, Apple, Pepsi, Budweiser, they're the biggest brands. They still market themselves. So I knew it was something that I really wanted to get good at. And the more I dove into it, the more um, I started to fall in love with it. Just the marketing and branding side of things, the psychology behind buying behaviors and all that stuff. Um, So for me, I really started falling in love with the more tactical side, but then also on the creative side, which is being like, this can be fun. And this is an avenue for me to express my creativity. Um, So really just uncovering what that is and like, oh my God, now reels are out. Now I'm like, what the hell is this? I'm like, oh, is this like TikTok? And I remember making my first reel. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And people all the time, I don't know how to make a reel. I'm like, neither fucking did I, but guess what? I made some and I learned how to edit. I learned when to add my text and all this stuff. And I just slowly built on the pieces. But 
you go look, I should go find my first reel and repost it because it's stupid. It wasn't even, it wasn't even intentional. I was just trying to learn it and just putting stuff out there. So to kind of answer your question, um, yeah, for me, it's been the process of, so two things, it's been a process of being more creative and learning how to do that and not copying everyone and doing it my way. Um, but also what I've really been talking about is just like this uncovering myself in a, in a deeper way, like really learning more about myself and, and telling stories because that's super effective way to get your messaging across and connect with people. The more I tell stories, the more I uncover more about myself because you can't just tell a story just to tell a story. You have to understand why you're telling the story. So before I post the story, I think about the story. What does it mean to me? And through that process, I really get to know myself a lot deeper. Um, and that's why, you know, people have been saying recently, like, oh my God, your content's on fire. It's like, yeah, because I've been really, I mean, it's been a process the last few years of just learning more about myself and covering, uncovering my deep purpose. Yeah. And it's interesting that you even say like, because so many people wouldn't think that you ever had a problem with creating content. And it's interesting to hear people say like, you know, I started where you did and this was not always easy. No, 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 Tara, I came out the womb with the cell phone in my hand being like, what up everybody? (laughs) That's what it seems like. So it's, it's nice when people actually acknowledge that like this wasn't always easy. Like this came over time and it's not one of those things that is like, Oh no, it's just always been like this. And I've always been the greatest at content. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, a, a, lot, a lot of the big things too is like, you know, I was a civil engineer for a while now and that's the people who are following me and people from New York city and friends over there. And now I'm like this personal trainer and Oh my God, I'm gonna be talking about mindset. And like my brother who's a year older, he's my best friend. Like, what is my brother going to think of me? Oh my God, my parents follow me. Like, ooh, look at man, ooh, fucking uh, Mr. Woke over there. It's like all this judgment I had to work through. So that is where I'm at. Like, that's where I see myself struggling with is because I'm worried about my family seeing it, my extended family seeing it, the people I used to work with. And like, none of these people are my ideal audience, my ideal, you know, my ICA or, or anything like that. So I don't care. I don't truly care that they see it. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, they're watching. You know, they're watching. Like, they're mm-hmm. thinking, of, like, go the fuck away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's it's so normal. And I think two things to, I mean, now I don't think about that. A little bit sometimes with certain content, if I'm putting on a new message or or getting even deeper, um, I'll think about it. But it's easier to move through because of the practice. I, I just put on my stories right before getting on here because people are like, your content is getting so good. I'm like, yeah, I've been fucking practicing this for years, thousands of pieces of content. So it does get easier the more you put it out. Um, but also, I, I tell a lot of my clients that I'm like, this is where we get. Me, me, me. Me, me, me. Oh, my God. What are people going to think of me? Oh, worried about me, me, me. Stop. Think about, I mean, actually, <laughs> this might sound weird, but like, yes, think about you. But like four four years ago, five years ago, think about the other people who need you, who are waiting for you because they don't follow someone like you who's going to speak their truth and and it might not be as close. So when you come on there, and you do speak your truth and we can get into, you know, the different types of content you should be posting and stuff. But, you know, one of them is speaking your deeper purpose and speaking your truth. And when you do that, it allows other people to see that, oh, my God, this different version of myself is possible. I don't have to be stuck where I am uh, or in in fear. Like, wow, look at Maria doing this. Look at Tara doing this. If she can do it, I can do it. So I think there's a there's a huge um, mindset shift around that where it's like instead of me, 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 what's wrong to think of me? It's like 
there's people on the other side of the phone waiting on you and you're doing them a disservice if you if you just continue to live in fear and we get this beautiful opportunity to show up as leaders for these people and that's what and that's what you said to me a few weeks ago that i was like oh my god you're so right just to give me permission to step out of my own way Mm -hmm. yeah powerful i think everyone goes through that at some point and is like nervous and I don't, I know I don't really think about it anymore. I couldn't care less what my family thinks. Like, I'm just going to post whatever I want. They can think what they want. (laughs) They're going to anyway. I know. So, like, I don't care. Um, Yeah. So, I haven't, like, I don't struggle with it anymore, but I definitely did at first, I would say. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I mean, that's good. It's a good thing. There's no growth in the comfortability. So we continue doing the same thing, right? I always give, it's very tangible for people to imagine working out or fitness or whatever. If I go out and run three miles and it's at a 10 minute pace every single time, are you ever going to get faster? No, but 10 minutes is comfortable pace. Every once in a while, we should push a little harder, right? If you're lifting weights, if you lift the same amount of weights, same amount of reps, you ever going to get stronger? No, but it hurts. It's hard to push that last rep, but that's where the growth is. So same thing. If it's feeling uncomfortable, fucking let's go because that's your opportunity to grow and to step into that and the fear is not going to go anywhere i'll tell everyone listening right now it's not going anywhere you're not going to feel ready to do this you just have to do it and the more you do it the more you grow that muscle and the more you start to feel uncomfortable the more you realize oh actually you know what people aren't judging you as much as i thought they were you know everyone's thinking about themselves anyway and now you again you get this opportunity to show up for people and go okay if they're doing it i can do it Mm -hmm. okay so i want you to give like two or i guess explanations on two type of people so someone that's just starting out what would you recommend that they start posting with like how do they get comfortable with that and the second one someone who is already in business like how should they post would it be any different i don't think it'd be much different um I would first, I imagine business owners are listening to this podcast. So it's like, understand, really, I'd want you to understand your deeper purpose in the world, but that can be tough. And that could be a deeper conversation. We have a whole podcast on that. Uh, But I will, I can touch on that for a second. Um, But also understand that you started this business, you solve a problem. So what problem do you solve? And if you can get clear on that, then your marketing now, which is what our content is, it's our marketing to sell our product. Your marketing just exists to show that I can solve this problem. I can help you solve this problem. And you just start to repeat that stuff over. And now where I would go back to the deeper purpose is that no one really gets that excited about that, especially now. That was kind of like the the big, uh, what people told people to do, you know, five plus years ago when social media was out there and you're the only business coach, you're the only personal trainer out there. Yeah. Give away all your best stuff. You're the only one, like whatever people are going to find you. Um, but now there's a, million personal trainers there's a million business coaches mindset coaches breathwork facilitators all this stuff so why you why wouldn't i just hire somebody that the person with a hundred thousand followers who has way more testimonials and social proof than you why wouldn't i just go to them it's going to be this deeper purpose it's really that starting point where you exist for some reason i don't exist on this earth to help people make fucking content that's not why i'm here if instagram if social media disappeared tomorrow then you know what I would do? I'd go out here in Denver, Colorado, and 
I've already done this. I'm starting an entrepreneur meetup group uh, that started this year in 2023. Um, but I would start a group and I would start getting people hyped on pursuing the, a life that they love because that's ultimately what this is about. Content is just a vehicle to help you understand yourself on a deeper level, to help you grow your business so that you can build a business that you love. You know, that's just the vehicle for that. But my true deeper purpose is helping people live a life they love with no regrets. You know, I always think about that deathbed moment. People on their deathbed don't regret the things they did do. They regret, they regret the things they didn't do. And in my whole life, right, I've ridden my bike across America. I've done this 40-mile trail run. I quit engineering to move to Colorado to pursue personal training, um, then pursue a photography career, all this stuff. If I got to the end of my deathbed and went, what if, what if I rode my bike across country? What if I quit engineering? You know, that scares me way more than looking silly and dumb. So anyway, I know my deeper purpose. So if social media disappeared and I couldn't help you with my content, I would find another avenue, another vehicle to live my deeper purpose, right? So really that's where I would start with people. Understand why you're here. And again, that's difficult. And I'll tell you right now, one of the best ways you can uncover your deeper purpose is to make more content, to try shit, to say shit, to say what you truly mean. What do you feel? You go back a year ago, I was probably talking about different actually it's been kind of consistent for the last year but maybe two years ago three years ago i had a different purpose and your purpose can change and it's supposed to change as you evolve but you don't evolve as quickly if you're just sitting in your comfortable little house journaling affirmations and talking about your dreams no there's a huge difference when you pull up the camera and tell the fucking world what you're up to and why you're here and why you exist right way beyond just your business and that is how you start to really uncover your deeper purpose. And then that also is what gets you to give less fucks about what everyone's thinking about you, because you're not going to let anyone steal your power because you know who you truly are. When you know who you truly are, who fucking cares what some stranger says? Who even cares what your mom says? Because she doesn't get it. She doesn't get what it's like to be an entrepreneur. She doesn't get what it's like to build a business like this. She doesn't get to, she doesn't fully live the relationships and the, she's not on your coaching calls and seeing the lives you're changing, right? So fuck it. Don't worry about it. But again, I know that comes with the practice and it comes with just speaking your deeper truth and working on using content to uncover that. Mm -hmm. I have a burning question. <laughs> love it. I love burning questions. So, you know, there are a shit ton of people out there who are like, oh, I've blocked my entire family. I don't care. And they're like, juicy content, whatever. Right. Did you block your mom? No. My In mom fact, listened to the podcast. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> hi, mom. She's one of our subscribers. Yeah. Hi, mom. Nice. My, my family does not listen. And, and it might be partially, I might trigger them a bit. I know we have different viewpoints and the amount of personal growth I've done and not say I'm better than them or anything, but I've, I've gone through some stuff and I have my old podcast, Modern Happiness. We believe happiness is a choice. There's a lot of contention there with not as much my parents, maybe my brother a little bit. I know some friends from high school who didn't agree with me and wanted to fight me on it. Um, but I'll fucking die standing up for happiness is a choice because I fully believe that. Um, but I don't, I'm fine with it, you know, and this is part of my growth. You know, if I need to block my family because also everyone, everyone's relationship is different. You know, I'm very close with my family. Um, and if I block them from this part of my life, which I love so much and what I go home for the holidays and they're like, so what are you up to? And I'm like, well, you know, I have a podcast. I'm growing this business. Like, I want them to know about this stuff. I want to be connected to them. And 
part of, you know, what I talk about in my podcast is powerful online leadership. I talk about leadership a lot. Um, this is my opportunity to like, you want if you think you've grown, think you're woke or whatever, go home for the holidays and let's see how, you know, in alignment you can remain. And, right. And then I just start fighting. My brother knows how to get under my skin and I like start reacting and I'm like, what's wrong with me? Like, dude, you're like, come on, take a deep breath, ask better questions. Like, don't be so reactive, but it's hard. Um, but yeah, I just see it as a way it's like, I mean, I love my family and, uh, I know a lot of the stuff I teach and talk about, um, can help them whether they want to admit it or not. Um, I know they see it and they will be reflecting on it. And I, Again, I think your greatest gift to the world is to just be unapologetic of yourself. And then you can model life and a way of living that shows other people they can be unapologetically themselves. So, you know, I constantly, my brother, um, you know, had this idea for this business venture, but he's been in the corporate world and he had this opportunity to kind of pursue it. I'm like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Like entrepreneurship, let's go. I'm here for it. I'll be your marketing guy, you know, and, uh, and then he gets this opportunity at another corporate job and he takes that. And, and I'm like, all right, I'm like, I fucking wish, but I know it's scary, you know, and, and still stuck in maybe wanting to take the safe way and build wealth. And I get that. And, he, and, you know, I've been through the struggle and I made 20 K as a fucking personal trainer for a long time. And, and it was really hard and he's seen that. So, you know, does he want to go to corporate job and go through what I've been through? You know, maybe not. And that's okay. But it's all, you know, it's all our own growth and path. And so I don't even know if I answered that question, but no, I don't, I don't block them. They're more than welcome to follow. And, and they're, they're really yeah. big supporters of me as well. I love that. And I'm, well, I'm, I'm glad that you have that relationship. I, on the other hand, did block my side of the family, like my, my maternal side of the family on most everything, because I grew up in a very toxic environment. Mm -hmm. Um, where if you weren't there, you were the topic of conversation. Mm. And so, of course, I withdrew myself a long time ago. And so for a while, I was a topic of conversation. And in, and now I suspect a whole lot less so because I don't really think anybody gives that much of a shit about me. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I mean, I don't care. Yeah, but I'm like, you know, I'd rather just protect my space. Yeah, that's fair. I'll, I'll give you something that's super live for me right now. Uh, I think I just mentioned this on my podcast might be coming out, but uh yeah, I made this piece of content that was like moving through, you know, hateful comments or people, whatever, saying some bullshit. And, mm -hmm. uh, and I've gone through that. And I just made this piece of content. I'm like, I, I, now that I like fully know my deeper purpose, I'm not letting people steal my power, especially strangers on the internet. So I, I made that content. I was like, I don't care. Say whatever you want. You're going to judge me no matter what, but you don't truly know me. Right. Yeah. You're not with the boys and the sauna, you're not on the men's group that I'm in, you're not on the coaching calls that I'm in. You don't know, you know, what I'm truly about and creating from one piece. Or even if you've been to content club and you've been in my world for a little bit, you still don't truly know me. And then a week later, after I made that content, I got into a deep conversation with my brother and we were not aligning on some values and stuff. And I won't go into the full story, um, but after the call, and it ended up being a pretty supportive call, but it was still, there were some things that kind of were, I don't know if triggering is the right word, but um, just kind of upset me and made me sad. And I was just sitting with that. I'm like, oh, I see what's happening. You fucking universe, you, you know, you ask for it and it will test you. And mm -hmm. I make this content about, ooh, strangers don't know me. I'm not going to let them steal my power. And now here comes along 
my brother, my best fucking friend in the world, who is challenging my beliefs on things. And I'm like, this person who I think knows me more better than anyone else. And now we're not in alignment. And I'm like, ah, so am I going to let this now steal my power? Or do I, am I really the only one who truly knows myself? And am I, will I let anyone stop me? Or will I just keep going no matter what? And this was the test to be like, cool, all right, you can move past strangers, but what about your brother? And I'm like, fuck off. No, I love you, but like, no, yeah, I know what I'm building. (laughs) And again, he's over on the East Coast. I'm here in Colorado. Like, you know, he doesn't know all the things I'm going through and all the work I've done and all this stuff. So um, and all the behind the scenes and, and all that stuff. So it, it's just a fun opportunity to be like, whatever's coming at you, like you're asking for it, right? You were in like February, 2023, you have these new year's resolutions. I want to be more patient. Well, you don't just get to be more patient. No, you get the no. opportunity to practice patience. Mm-hmm. So now you're going to get stuck in traffic. You're going to be in long lines at the grocery store. You're going to spill coffee on your shirt. You're going to go through all this shit. And you're like, fuck this, this isn't working. Right now you get challenged to, if you are going to fall back on your old self and your old habits and the way of being that you aren't in alignment with anymore. And are you going to keep going? Are you going to say, Oh, I see what's happening here. Deep breath. Oh, I'm in traffic. This is an opportunity for me to listen to this podcast, listen to my favorite music, maybe call a friend, right. To start to have that perspective and start to be more patient, but you don't just get those things. So I think with all of this stuff, you know, whatever you're pushing away, I would, I would invite you to invite those things back in. And see if you can uh, work through it a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the whole concept of like blocking people and stuff is interesting. I think Maria, like you have a good reason as oh, to why. I didn't block I, everybody. I, I blocked I out mean. the ones that are absolutely toxic. And I'm like, I just need to protect my space. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's my fair sister, too. My sister is still on there. By the way, my sister and I also have matching tattoos. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> It was a, it was a charmed thing. No, they're not trees. You know, the, the Trinity from the, you know, the TV show charmed, right? Mm -hmm. Three sisters. What the hell? Anyway, (laughs) there's this book of shadow and there's like this Trinity symbol on it. um, And there, there's three sisters. And so I'm like, well, we'll just go get matching tattoos. And my younger sister was like, yeah, I don't want to do that. And so she's (laughs) out. And my older sister and I went and got tattoos. (laughs) Is she feeling left out? I don't know. Oh don't my know. god, I would major yeah, fun. <laughs> she, but she chose not to get the tattoo. Yeah. So. Me and my brother do not have matching tattoos. I have tattoos. He has none. So I should maybe talk him into it sometime. But I don't know if he would. Yeah, float the idea out there. That's the start. I know. But she's she's my I best friend, and I grew up with her being my best friend. Yeah. You no. Know? Yeah. She's yeah. she's like the mom I actually listen to. nice (laughs) yeah okay so for content what are what would you recommend is there like certain pieces of content um that you would post do you know what i mean are certain like Mm -hmm. i don't know how to word that like content pillars but but i know what you're asking yeah okay yeah so i think where a lot of people get stuck is thinking one that this one piece of content has to be it. This is going to change my yeah. business. Yeah. You know, I've yeah. had viral reels, 500, mm-hmm. 800 likes. I get the least amount of followers from those because they're yeah. very broad in general and they're whatever. And like, you know, I still do them because they're fun and it's good to get exposure. But like, ultimately, they don't really grow the business. Um, 
but getting back to you, like, let go of the idea that one piece of content needs to be the reason that your business explodes because it's just not how it works. And it's not one type of content. So what I mean by that, and I think what you're asking is like, you can't just go in there and teach, right? We've been told, mm-hmm. give away your best stuff, clients will come flooding. Well, how's that fucking working for you? Probably not really well because that's not how it works anymore. And yeah. so don't just post it. Edu- educa- educational content is still very important. You want to show your the author- that you're the authority in your field and that you have solutions for people's problems. Um, but you want to also do connection content. So there's five pieces I teach. Education, there's connection content. So that could be your deeper purpose. That would be stories. I talk about two different types of stories. Personal story, like matching tattoo with my brother, has nothing to do with what I teach content, but it creates a deeper connection with my audience. And then there's industry stories. That would be stories about, like I told you guys before, me pacing around in the gym. Under, like, I have no idea what to post today, right? I would tell that story. I would show emotion. People would be like, wow, Matt's just like me. And then here's what I did to start to figure out how to post and blah, 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 right? So I'd tell that story. So yeah, educational connection. Uh, then there's what I call belief breakers. Uh, really what these are is that your client is doing something that is causing them pain, but they think it's helping, right? So it would be like a fitness, you know, in the fit, I know Terry, you have your fitness uh, brand. Uh, if you were just doing endless amounts of cardio to lose weight and starving yourself, right? That's a deep belief they have. They think it's going to help them lose weight based on what they learned throughout their life. Well, actually, if you gain strength, not going to go into why, but if you, if you strength train uh, and you actually eat a healthy amount of food, you're actually going to lose more weight and keep it off and build muscle and all that stuff, right? You can't just tell someone that, right? Because it's an ingrained belief they have. How many times, speaking of family, how many times do we tell a family member to do something they don't do it for four years. And then they're like, oh, I just saw Dr. Phil said, like, I should lift weights. And you're like, you got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so there's yep. an effective way to start breaking beliefs. So that's a separate type of content. But you don't just want to talk at people, right? Like, hey, you're doing this wrong. It's like, no, you want to use, uh, like, giving you a few pieces of this would be, uh, you can r- look up Robert Diltz. Uh, he has sleight of mouth patterns. But it'd be like a metaphor, counterexample, chunking up. Um so you would give some sort of metaphor to help them uh, really take their current belief and string it to your belief that you want them to have. And they go, oh, I see how, right, they can connect that new belief. And it starts to break that belief. So I call them belief breakers. Um, and then when you're able to remove pain from people, right, hey, you don't have to starve yourself. Lose weight. That's actually why you're gaining weight or you're not able to keep it off. You can take something away from people. That's actually sometimes more powerful than giving them something, which would be educational stuff. So that's number three, belief breaker. Number four is social proof. Most of us know what this is, but like screenshot everything your clients say. If they're not celebrating wins, ask them to celebrate wins. Say, what was your biggest win this week? Screenshot that shit. Post it all the time in your stories or make a whatever, make a TikTok about it. Put it in your email list, wherever you're putting content, you know, tell a story about it in your podcast, whatever. All this stuff applies no matter what. For, uh, social media you're using. Uh, and then the last one is offer content. So you actually have to tell people what you do, what your offers are. Like, hey guys, I have the content challenge coming up on March 13th. Come to the content challenge, right? You actually have to tell them what you're doing and how you help, right? People, are, I had one client who's like personal trainer. I've been telling them you need to make more, more of this content. He wasn't listening to me. And then he gets off a sales call. He's like, at the end of the sales call, this woman goes, Wait, so you're a personal trainer, right? And he's like, so upset because he's like, how does she not know I'm a personal trainer? I'm like, cuz dude, you don't say it. 
You're just at the gym all the time. You're just talking about nutrition. You need to literally tell people, I am a personal trainer and I will help you lose 30 pounds or whatever. I'll help you get a six pack, you know, and blah, blah, blah. You just have to f- tell people. So that's the fifth piece is offer content. Just tell people what you do. Tell people about your programs. Tell people about how you help, your methodology, um, just as I did. I have seven types or whoops, I have five pieces of content, right? Me saying that, that would be offer content. Mm-hmm. And that last one is the, I think for me anyway, the easiest one to create. I think for everybody, it should be the easiest one to create, right? But it's like. The one you almost, do the least. <laughs> it, yeah. It's almost yeah, like yeah. an afterthought. Yeah. I mean, that one, I would say you don't want to be doing a ton of, right? Yeah. I lo- You should do 50% educational, mixing in those other ones, storytelling, belief breakers, um, dropping in social proof. And then. Once in a while, I mean, I know people have different ideologies on this and our good friend, Julie Murphy, sell all the time. Um, But you want to make sure you're still like, if you think of it like a bank, you want to make deposits, make deposits, give people stuff, right? This podcast, this is giving, right? Educating people. Um, And if you're always asking, right, I have reels on this, the call to action, DM me to work with me, message me to work with me to get started today. If you're always doing that all the time, it's like, oh my God, I'm sick of this shit. And what are people expecting from you? Just on their salesy post, you know, coming from whoever compared to like, I'm just going to give you this awesome education. I'm going to tell you this story and we're going to emotionally connect. and It's going to be beautiful. And then you've built that. And then kind of going back to my first point, right? It's this putting out all these types of content over and over so that by this, you're going to think it's one piece of content that makes a sale or get someone in your DMs. But no, it's the 25 pieces before it that built trust, that built authority, uh, all that stuff that makes the 26th post that I guess proverbial straw that broke the camel's back right. for them to go like, all right, I'm sold. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I've seen that happen time and time again. Like I'll slide into your DMs like it worked. Like, holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's just, it's a longer game, especially now with how many coaches there are out there. So you just have to reframe in your head. And that's why I like to tell my clients, and, and I've made posts about this, where if at the end of 2023, you have a thousand friends, friends, not leads, you have a thousand friends in the DMs, how's your business going to be doing? And I'm not just like, don't just chat with everybody. Like, obviously, for me, I would talk to online coaches not going to talk to people in corporate. Like those aren't my ideal clients. I don't want a thousand of those friends be intentional about it, but think of them as friends. So how do you DM your friends, right? You go to Disney world. I'm like, I'm like, Oh my God, I'm at a Disney world. since I was six. Like did, do they still have the, I don't even remember the rides. I was going to use a ride. I don't remember the thunderbolt, whatever, you know? And it's like, yeah, we went on that. It was so fun. I was like, Oh, sick. And then like, cool. You leave that conversation be, and then you can come back in a week or so and follow up with people and, and just chat and and there are people where you just make an ask. Like right now, I've been giving up giving so much stuff out there. I haven't made a ton of offers that I have my content challenge coming. It's fucking free. It's gonna be incredible. I'm giving away free coaching. I'm getting uh other business coaches, partners to come on and give away free stuff from them. I'm just like want to make this the best event ever. So to me, like what an easy ask. And I'm just asking everyone. Now it'd be a little different if you're like launching your high ticket program and it's three thousand dollars you probably want to be a little more attentive about those asks and probably somebody that you've built a bit more of a relationship with but at some point you do just say in the dms like hey 
it's been great. I'll tell you exactly what I say to most like people who I feel already. Okay. It's been so awesome to know you. I would love to learn more about you and your, and I do sales calls, by the way. I'd love to learn more about you and your goals. If you're interested, I would love to hop on a call. And if it sounds like a good fit, I would love to talk about how I can support you. And if it's not, no worries. Still happy to give you any support on the call. There's absolutely no pressure. And basically that's it. I maybe messed that up a little bit, but like, that's basically it. I just make the ask. And for me, like 95% of people are down for a call because I'm asking the right people. Mm-hmm. And not just, right, we hate those scummy DMs that uh, I always engage in those too because I want to see how people are are in the I DMs. And, oh, I love that. And yeah, it's too. constantly just like within within the day making an offer. I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck off. You don't know me. You didn't take the chance to know me. I don't know who the hell you are. And there are millions of business coaches. Mm-hmm. And you think I'm just going to like, yeah, okay, I'll work with you. Like, who, <laughs> who do you think I am over here? So do you respond back to the ones that like cold pitch you right off the bat? Do you pitch back to them? I've always wanted uh, just to see what they're going to say. The pitching, right off the, bat, right, the pitching right off the bat, I don't respond to. But yeah. when I know, when I see it's a business coach or like some video or whatever, and they're like, and they say something that's not pitchy, I will engage in that because I'm curious. <laughs> All right. How long are they going to, you know, are they actually going to take the time to get to know me? Are they going to really engage with me or are they just going to go right to it? And like, yeah, it's typically two messages later. And I'm like, fuck off. And and this is not like, I don't say all this as like, this is now the strategy. Like, that's not my point. My point is that I don't want to work with you if I can't help you. I don't want to work with you if you're not my people, if you're not cool. Like, it's not going to be fun for me. It's yeah. not going to be beneficial for you. And then you're not going to get results, which makes me look like a shitty coach. It steals my energy, all of this stuff. And this has come with coaching a lot of people and learning that. I used to just take anyone and, you know, that's part of the the learning curve. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, now I'm at a point, I'm like, I truly want to get to know you. I truly want to see if I can help you. Uh, I want to make sure you're, you know, we're vibing because again, yeah. if it's like, and this is what your content could do, by the way, too. If, if we go back to that for a second, like you just showing up as you, you don't have to worry about a niche. Right. Go back to your deeper purpose and you solve a problem. Right. What problem you solve? Be the obvious solution to that problem. And then now you just get to show up as yourself. So I show up doing trail runs, snowboarding on Thursdays, you know, eating my muffins, meditating in the morning and doing breath work and like all this stuff. I just show up as me. And guess who I attract? Spiritual business coaches for the most part. Not always, but like that's a bit spirit and like and people who are into fitness. And who do I not attract? Like I don't have any gym bros in my DMs. I don't have like video gamers in my DMs because I don't play video games. I don't do that stuff. And that's good because if I got on a call with a video gamer and he's like, I'm like, how's it going, dude? And he's like, oh, the new Call of Duty just came out. I was in my basement playing for like 18 hours. I'm like, have you have you got any movement in? Like, no, I've been ordering Domino's. I'm like, oh, man, like, dude, let's cancel this call. I'll go for a fucking walk. You know, like that wouldn't be my type of person. And I wouldn't even know what to talk about with Call of Duty. I used to play when I was real young. But right, I'd rather get on someone who's like, oh my God, had the best meditation this morning. Here's what came through. And I'm like, oh fuck yeah, let's go. Like those mm-hmm. are the people I want to work with. So in now in the DMs is my opportunity to find out if we're a good fit. And and if you are, then we would be, you know, we we will both have success. You know, and it's funny that you mentioned so many times like that connection. I just made a post about this and, you know, it's all about instead of thinking about it as like lead gen and you're just getting leads, it's making real connections with people. Like there's real people on the other side of 
that message that you are actually talking to. I I feel like lead gen is so old. I don't, it sounds like, yeah, it sounds like you're talking to like a robot or something. Like it's very like just, yeah. No, I'm still like friends with better. clients I worked with last year. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. still checking in to see how they're doing. Are they promoting their course? Is it selling? How? What's the feedback like? Like how's mm-hmm. your family doing? Yes. Yeah. Kids getting ready to graduate high school and go off to college. And one just went off to, I don't know, Australia, New Zealand or something. Are you okay? Yeah. Like they don't prepare. They, I mean, we prepare our children to fly the nest, but nobody prepares us to let them mm. go. And we mm-hmm. were crying in the DMs. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. that. Yeah. I say all my, all my clients are my friends. Mm-hmm. Like we're actually friends and yeah. I know about them. And yeah, that's like, I think there was, there's a stigma and, and maybe it comes from the corporate world, but like, you shouldn't be friends, you know, with clients or whatever. And I'm like, Oh no, it's so fun to be friends. I mean, like, and why wouldn't you be like what I was just saying? If, if we have similar interests and likes, then we would naturally be friends. And yeah, I have an old client of mine who we snowboard every Thursday together. And I basically like just coaching them on our hour ride up, you know, for his business. I'm like, I don't care. Like, it's just, I just love talking about it anyway. And, and we have really great conversations and, just gets to be so fun and mm-hmm. i think yeah the to your point like the word legion puts this like yeah and it doesn't feel good and i still think it's valuable you should know your numbers and if you're going to launch a product yes. like do you have leads that's important to grow your business yes. but if yes. you can reframe it to be like they just want to and and two this is for all of my coaches who are or my clients who are online coaches they're just coaching themselves from the past right you can't take someone to a place you haven't been to before so you're really just talking to yourself. And again, if you, and then you get to show up as yourself, like I said, I'm snowboarding, running all this stuff and I get to be goofy and weird and just bring my energy. Um, then I start attracting those people and it's great. So if I'm thinking about attracting Matt from four or five years ago, then awesome. Because if I actually met Matt in some multiverse, we would jam out and play guitar together. We would talk about the Mets and Packers and we would tell weird, dirty sexual jokes and we would laugh and have a great time. And I would be able to teach him a whole lot of stuff. And it would be so fun for me as the coach. What would you tell yeah. Matt from six months ago? Six months ago? Yeah. The guy who <laughs> didn't right. want to be the content guy. That, yeah, I, I might've worked through that six months ago. Um, It's tough because, you know, we got to go through our journeys. Like I had lessons to learn. So I needed to learn those lessons. And I don't know if I could have ever been told anything. Like would I have actually listened mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I, I mean, the realization I had is like, yeah, I didn't want to be the content guy, but what I realized is that actually content is what made me the leader I am. And I really wanted to be this like leadership coach. And what I said before at the beginning is like content's the vehicle. It's something mm-hmm. I'm really good at and actually do enjoy. But the overarching theme is like helping people step into their power as leaders and trailblazers. Mm-hmm. So I would just go back and being like, dude, you know, you can do this do what you want through the lens of content. And yeah, we probably could have saved a few months of that process, but uh, there's a lot of growth and learning. And, 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 and again, it's like, it's probably not as powerful. Like we, right. We all hire coaches. We want to learn something and grow, but there are still certain things that no matter what a coach tells us uh, or whatever our parents have told us or whoever we're learning from that we just won't do it until we learn it ourselves. Like maybe it's increasing the rates. Uh, Maybe it's, only taking on clients who are super aligned, but, uh, Oh, I'm only making two grand. Like I'll fucking take anyone. It's like, well, I get it. I've been there. Like, cool. Make that mistake. 
Like you will learn, but I'm telling you right now, don't do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you realize you did that in like true renegade fashion. I'm going to learn this lesson my way. I'm going to do it differently. I'm going to learn it hard, but you're going to learn it mm-hmm. and you're not going to fuck it up again. I mean, you might, but not likely. Yeah. I mean, that's the true, you know, th- this is what I love in the coaching that I do where, you know, I, I really don't want to give people answers. I want them to figure out themselves. Even, mm-hmm. you know, all of my courses I've done, I'm like, I could just tell you and we can move on. And I could, you know, if there's 10 people in this group call, I could support more people. But is it really supporting if I just give people answers? And there's this quote that I love from this. It's from a fiction book. Um, shoot, Patrick Rothfuss, but I don't remember the book. It's fiction. It's a very long quote, but I've kind of condensed it. And it's basically saying, you give a man an answer and all he has is an answer. But you ask a man a question and he goes and hunts for the answer. The harder the question, the harder the hunt. The harder the hunt, the more meaningful the answer. And I just love that so much because... It's kind of like, you know, you give a man a fish, you feed him for a day, teach a man a fish, you feed him for life. It's kind of like that idea, but more from a coaching lens. And it's just how, how I try to model how I coach because, again, you can just tell people, tell people, tell people, right? But that's not effective. But mm-hmm. if you ask them questions and they're able to process it and go through in their head and have their own realization, it's way more powerful. And yeah, it's it's all the same. And, and then I'll, I can relate that back to content, like just being able to, Speak your truth. Again, you could journal all you want in the safety of your home in a journal that no one else is going to read but you, or you can speak your truth online and it's going to be way more powerful because you're really going to make sure that you say what you really want to say. And then when it's out there, you know, hold on to that. And when you start, maybe no one likes it, maybe hundreds of people like it, you know, are you letting that dictate? if it was worthwhile, if it was worthy of saying, or do you know, no matter how many likes it gets, no matter how many people comment, hell yeah, or fuck you, (laughs) that it's okay. It's your truth. And again, that just comes with the practice. Yeah, definitely. So something that we were talking about before we hopped on here, um, chat GPT, how is that Mm going to change content? Are you using it? What, what are your thoughts on this? Cause I know you're going to have a lot. Yeah, so this is something like this is what the all the experts are saying, and I've been listening to a lot of people who are even deeper in this than I am. Um, it is still on you to ask ChatGPT the right questions, right? You say, "Write me a great post to market my content challenge." Cool, it's going to be very broad in general. It doesn't know your content challenge, yeah. So, is that really that helpful? It might. What I like about it is that it can spark some ideas. You know, and and so what we were talking about, and I I know I would tell Maria this, and Tara, you were playing with it. Um, there's one, what is it called? I forget. I forget what it's called. It'll take. So I've been using this for my podcast. It'll take my audio from my podcast. I upload it, and it will do its thing. In about one minute, it will give me a summary. Yeah. Um, and then I'll take that summary from that AI, move it to ChatGPT, and say, "Can you act as a copywriter?" And we'll say yes. I was like, "Can you write me podcast show notes?" And I'll give you show notes and I'll say, great. Can you write me um, an email? Can you turn this into an Instagram uh, copy? And even like, give me 10, 10 podcast titles. Uh, it's not copy and paste though. And even, so I did it right before we got on this call for my podcast coming out tomorrow with a guest. And I basically was just looking at it and we just completely rewrote it. And it's like, this guest is talking about how entrepreneurs can use their energy to blah, blah. 
And what do I write in my email blast? I'm like, all right, guys. So, you know, I'm like pretty into the woo-woo stuff, but I never really knew about this. And I just really completely changed it. And that's the thing about AI. Like, it's not going to speak in your voice. Now, if you're like Joe Rogan, you could be like, speak in Joe Rogan's voice. But are we, are we that, like, am I that popular that if I said, speak, you know, write this in Matthew Allen's voice, will it do that? You can try it. Yeah, I will try it. Um, because even like David Guetta, the DJ, he did an AI where he had, uh, he said he had this idea, you know, the topic that he wanted to make for a song. And he said, write this song as if Eminem were writing a verse and it wrote that verse. And then he took that verse and then put it in another AI that would generate Eminem's voice. And then he put that in a song. So it's Eminem saying this, uh, you know, line, and then he puts his music over it and just drop and everyone freaks out. I'm like, that's sick. I'm like, I don't think that's fair to Eminem. Nope. And and I also just saw before getting on this that there's a Joe Rogan and Andrew Huberman advertisement out there. It looks like Huberman is on Joe Rogan's podcast, which he was. The, it, and it's called Deep Fake. They made a deep fake of Huberman going, oh, there's this new product out there called Alpha Wave. And actually, Joe Rogan now owns Onnit, I think. And he's a sponsor for Onnit, which has Alpha Brain, which is a supplement. They changed, There's this other supplement called Alpha Wave. And they made a deep fake of Huberman, super reputable, like, you know, scientist guy out there. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, Alpha, Alpha Wave is the next thing. And Joe Rogan's like, yeah, yeah, Alpha Wave. Like, it's all over TikTok. You got to get on it. And then there's a link right to the Amazon thing for it. And people think Joe Rogan and Huberman are sponsoring this. And they're not. And I don't know about this product. Could be a piece of shit. It could be really unhealthy and bad for you. But it's kind of the scary thing. So down the tangent of AI. But to kind of answer your question, uh, it will get better. This is the very beginning of it. Well, it's been around for quite a, quite a while, but like it's really blowing up and it's going to get really good. Um, as far as a copyright standpoint, I think it can really help. It could replace you, you know, writing emails. It could replace show notes and stuff like that. But what I really stand behind is that the work that I do and speaking your deeper purpose is that AI is not going to uncover your deeper purpose for you. You might ask questions. But you're gonna have to answer those questions, and it might be yeah. fun for a nice journal prompt, um, which I saw on a TikTok. Some guy had a ChatGPT um, like question that was asking ChatGPT to act as ChatGPT to to like ask you deeper questions on like it was like very like kind of meta whatever. Um, so it would just keep asking you questions to get deeper, which was cool. But again, still you have to do that. And then what do you do from there? Are you gonna just gonna continue to copy and paste stuff or? I know the people I work with, I know you guys, like you want to be on TED stages someday. You you want to write a book, like you want to do all this stuff. I'm writing a book, maybe. Who knows? Who knows the future holds for that? But like, if you want to get in stages, you want to be in front of people on this podcast, are you working on your craft of speaking? Are you working on storytelling? How to message better? Are you working on saying something that could be said, you know, that you say in five minutes? Could you say it in a minute and be more effective with your speaking? Are you still saying um and ah and and all these filler words? Are you practicing this stuff? If you can't speak to this inanimate object, your phone, I'm afraid of the camera. You're not afraid of the camera. You're afraid of judgment. Are you working through that judgment to become the person you want to be? Or are you just going to rely on this machine to do it for you? And, you know, this is where I take the big stance. You can go ahead and do that and you probably create a successful business. But is that really a success for you? Right. When, when I say success for like you can make money, 
right? But is that really a success? Or if you go on life, not truly knowing what you stand for and not being able to leave your house because, oh my God, what if somebody asked me this? I don't know how to say it. I don't know how to articulate it without the help of an AI. Like, is that really how we want to live our lives? And so that's my thing. I think, cool, it's great. Use it as a tool, but it's just a tool. You know, ultimately, I think your listeners, I know my audience, you know, as personal brands, we want to grow. People are going to hire you. They're hiring you, not AI. So if you get on a coaching call with them, you just can have AI do the work or are you actually going to coach people? And so I think there's a lot of skill to be developed there. And I really encourage people to, to do that, put their face on camera, talk about their deep purpose, speak, learn how to articulate and storytell really well. Cause that's ultimately going to be the difference. And, and, and we have this human need. I'm on a fucking roll. So you guys can just cut me off, but like we have this human need to connect to people. This is why I love storytelling and talking about deeper purpose, but we have an innate desire to connect with others. Like AI is never really going to take over. It's going to take away jobs. Sure. But we'll find other jobs to do. It'll just give us space to be more creative and all that stuff. Um, but ultimately we will always be needed. Like we always want each other. We always want that human connection and that's not going to go anywhere. Um, so learn how to be an amazing human, an amazing leader, and you won't have a problem. And I think it's funny that you bring up the point that like, you know, if you're relying so much on it, that when you get on a coaching call, you can't actually coach someone, like, what are you going to do? Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. people are probably going to be able to build businesses through this and like make a lot of money because we know that there's a lot of people online who do shitty things to make money. Um, but it really comes down to, you know, is that what you really want to do? Like, is that really what you want to do? And do you is that want who you want to be? Yeah. 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 That's not who yeah. I want to be. And that's not how that's not who people I know want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Exactly. So we're talking to the right crowd here. And I think right. your audience will totally vibe with that. Um but yeah, I mean, it's like seeing as, as a, like you could take a bunch of courses and books and it's like, if you never practice doing yourself, articulating the stuff, articulating the things you're learning, it'd be the same thing, right? You can't just read a book and now you know all this stuff, right? Like this is marketing. I'm just looking at it. This is marketing by Seth Godin. Right? Oh, now you're a great marketer. No, not how that works. Right? You actually have to implement and practice and teach it if that's the thing you want to teach. And, and that's the thing you really enjoy. Um, so I think it's the same idea. You got to fuck it up. That's what I tell people. You got to fuck it up. <laughs> you can't have your 50th without the first. Yeah. Yeah. And your first is always bad. I think that's the thing. People are so worried about this. Like, who who, who told you you're going to be good at this the first time? Right? It's just like, do anything with the first time. Go to the gym. When you were a baby, you didn't just get up and run. You wouldn't be able to handle that. You don't have the dexterity for that. You have to slowly learn how to get on all fours and then crawl and then crawl more and then learn how to stand and then take two steps, three steps. And then you're five years old running like a weird goofball. And then you're 12 years old running at your top speed. And then you start to get faster, right? Like there's all that evolution. It's the same thing with anything you do that you just, the first shit's always going to be bad. But now as adults, we just like to judge ourselves for it, but Right. If a baby judged itself, I'm such an idiot. I can't walk. Then it would never get up and never learn to run or crawl or do any of that stuff. Yeah. So take the judgment away. You're not supposed to be good at this stuff in anything you do, not just content. Yeah. Right. Take away the judgment. 
be bad at it so that you can have your 50th and no one's going to remember the first. No one fucking cares. So tell me about this challenge you have going on next month. Uh, so five day, it's called trailblazer, the content challenge. It's a five day content challenge. It's about 20 minute live calls. There's going to be hot seats. Um, I'm going to teach you kind of those five foundational pieces of content I told you. I'm going to teach you, go a little bit more in depth in that, uh, help you create one piece of content every day. And by the end of the five days, your engagement will go up five, 5x. Your DM conversations will go up 5x, right? If you implement this stuff. And that's really the goal. I want you to get comfortable marketing yourself and have fun doing it. Um, and I'm doing giveaways. I think I mentioned that giveaways. I'm giving a month of free coaching, uh, being a guest on my podcast. I am going to have my team make, edit videos for you. Um, there's going to be other partnerships, which I haven't announced yet, um, that are going to be coming in other business coaches in the field, giving away stuff. So it's going to be huge. I'm super, super excited about it. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just a chance to like, I don't know. I just love this stuff so much. And I've just been in such a great abundance place of like, I just want to give it all because I mean, like, who cares? Sign me up. Sign me up and I'll bring a friend. It's so refreshing to see because you hear so many people that are just like, nope, I'm not going to tell anybody anything. And I'm not going to tell them like how I do any of these things. And it's so nice to see people that are actually willing to just like help other people because that's what we're here for is to actually help people so yeah yeah i mean and the fact is too is like as much as i would love for this five-day challenge to change people's lives like it's really just a starting point nothing's going to replace Mm -hmm. working with me one-on-one or coming into the my zone of genius program or doing my other you know mentorship program like nothing's going to replace that um 20 minute calls a day like it's going to be supportive. Yes, you're gonna be able to make five really amazing pieces of content. You're going to see how this stuff works and you actually could continue to recreate it. But ultimately, coaches need coaches, right? Even me, when I'm like, I'll coach my clients and I'm like, ah, I'm not doing that for myself. Like I could do a better job. Or, you know, I talk to my coach and and then she's like, what are you talking about? Like, say this. And I'm like, ah, well, you think I'd be good at marketing myself, but I, I mess it up all the time still too. And so we all need coaches, no matter what you do, like, right. A breathwork expert can't lead themselves through a breathwork session as good as someone else could, you know, even me as a personal trainer, I sell time. I'm like, I got my good friend who programs for me. Cause I'm like, I'll program for myself, but I just like, won't do it. I was like, I don't know. I just don't really tr- trust myself. I can't see my own blind spots. You know, I just let him do it. And then when he does it, I'm like, okay, I trust you. I'll blindly follow. And it takes less work for me. And uh, I don't enjoy programming anyway. So <laughs> let him do it. And then I can just, you know, close my eyes and do the work. So I guess kind of similarly, yeah, come here, like all this time. I know a lot of people are spending two plus hours to make one reel. Like it doesn't have to take that long. Mm-hmm. You're just, you're just in your own head and you're getting in your own way. And it's like, I, I got you. Let's, let's pull it back. And let's really understand each piece of these or each point of these pieces of content. And when you can understand why you're making that then it just goes oh i understand okay cool here's the point here's how i'm going to speak to it create it in 10 minutes put it out right and i create seven pieces of content in less than 90 minutes it used to be 90 minutes because i would then edit them i now hired an editor 
Um, so I don't know, it takes me about 45 minutes to have seven pieces of content done. And like I said before, people are like, your content's better than ever. And it's, um, the editing's great, but even half, actually this week, seven pieces of content, I sent my editor one video to edit. The rest of them I just did in the Reels app. And so mm-hmm. like, it, I just want to let people know, like, if you come to my page and you're like, holy shit, like, I'm not gonna be able to do this. I'm not making you do what I'm doing. I just had a post last night as recording this, February 13th. That was in my notes app. I screenshotted it, put it up, and it got five people signed up for the content challenge, right? You can make effective content. It doesn't have to be super hard and take you forever. It should look clean. It should look nice, but that doesn't mean it's like crazy edits or you need to be a Canva pro. Like, you don't. And I didn't even stop using Canva. I actually go in my stories, and I have I have a carousel coming out in a few days. I just go in my stories, and I type it, and then hit the save button. And then delete that text and then write more text with like, you know, one background, whatever, whatever the background is, just a picture of me and I'll create a carousel that way. Nice. Like I could do it for my phone. Don't even need Canva. Mm-hmm. I, I love how you're huge. like, it's not that fucking hard. <laughs> so thank well, you. Yeah. And seeing like how fast it can be because so many people, I think that that's a huge struggle is that it me. takes so long. Mm-hmm. Me. Yeah. I can create content like presentations and shit for other people in mm. no time it takes me yeah. absolutely no time to do it i'm not sitting there <laughs> for someone else exactly i'm not yeah. nitpicking the shit out of it for somebody else it's myself mm. and i'm like oh i don't like it i don't like how that looks that line looks stupid like yeah but maria i'll tell you like i get it the perfectionism like who fucking cares do you remember my last seven pieces of content no not at all you remember how it made you feel you remember wow that was a really good idea but you don't remember what they looked like and like, oh, this line was off over here. Who fucking cares? Just put stuff out. Be intentional. I don't like when people are like, something's better than nothing. It's like, no, no, no. Don't throw, don't, we've talked about this in Sony Genius. Maria, I think you were there. Mm-hmm. Don't just throw shit at the wall. Yeah. Like it should be intentional, but that doesn't mean it has to like be so perfect. I'd rather you just get more stuff out. Just keep, because that repetition of like repeating yourself. If I talk about, hey, here's how to make better content. Here's how to make better content. Here's how to make better content which is another big mistake. People want to talk about everything, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a business coach. I can help you with sales, offer creation, mindset, um, niching down content, growing the business, email. Like I can talk about so many things. The moment I started focusing focus on like, I'm just going to be the content guy from a lens of leadership, everything changed. My business really started to grow because now people know what to come to me for. Not just another business coach who can help with everything. You know, it's a very specific thing. And I do it in my specific way. But Anyway, Maria, to your point, just get it out. And um, there was one more thing I wanted to say. I kind of lost it. but I, I hear you in the back of my head when I'm sitting there staring at Canva <laughs> going, I don't like this. I don't like how this looks. I can hear Matt going, just you don't need put to it out Canva. there. Just put it out there. Just yeah. It's fine. Put it out. Yeah. You had that one Nobody, carousel that went out. Nobody's judging you as much as you are judging yourself. Yeah, you had that one carousel that went out that we yeah. kind of worked on the language. You made mm-hmm. the carousel. And yeah, there were things that like I could have made comments and been like, oh, I would have said this a little differently or whatever. But like, who cares? You got it out. And it got you three DMs and two clients. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so what if yeah. you did more, more of that instead of waiting for it to be perfect? What if you just did more of that? And they're not all going to do that. But that's how you get better at it. Right. And going back to the repeating thing, by the way. That carousel that got you three D three people being like, how do I work with you? 
put a fucking thing in your calendar, 21 day countdown in 21 days, repost that exact same thing. So I was going to ask you how often you repost or what you do for repurposing. Um, so I just put this on my story. Every content is two pieces of content. If I'm going to speak it into a video, I could turn that into a carousel. Mm-hmm. If I write in a carousel, I can then speak it. Oh, I know what I was going to say before. Here's what people won't do. And here's what I do. And here's why I can make content so quickly. People are trying to wing shit, make stuff up, just write in Canva. Like, no, everything I have in my content calendar, I script all my videos, almost all my videos. There's mm-hmm. one when I'm running, even the one I'm running, I put, put this up today. Go go to my Instagram or any anything you see me running. Uh, I rehearse that shit like 18 times in my head. And then I pull my camera and I speak to it. It's still from the heart, but like I'm, I'm very intentional about what I'm saying. Uh, and there are other videos where I just kind of ramble too, um, but I like to do more of my stories. Um, but I script everything out. And that way, when I am creating a video and you see like the videos are clipped, chopped up, it's because like I'll read a sentence, I'll stop the video and then I'll read the next sentence and then I'll read it, right? Kind of memorize it, whatever. And then I'll look at the camera and I'll say it in my voice. And then I'll pause the video and I'll go to the next one and do the next line. And that just allows me, again, like instead of doing a 90 second reel, probably could say that in 48 seconds. So scripting it out allows me to get get rid of all the fluff, right? Because people love to go, you know, um, uh, are you, are you, I'm trying to think of a good example, but like people just say the same thing four times. You know, I'll have to get a good example for next time I talk about this. <laughs> but it's like, people say the same thing four times. Like you didn't need to say that four times. Like, are you struggling to grow your business? Like, do you feel like your business isn't growing? Or are, have you been stuck in the same spot in your business? You just said the same thing three times. None of those three things helped me understand what you were saying better. It was just the same thing three times. It's one thing to have a supportive sentence that actually allows you to understand the last sentence better. But saying the same thing three times is a waste of time. That's why people are scrolling past your content because, ah, just tell me, just tell me. And it's like, if you're wasting people's time, they're going to scroll on. They got, there's better content out there. There's puppies, there's boobs and butts, and there's vacation homes. There's all this great stuff. And if your content's boring or you're repeating yourself, um, people are going to move on. But let me go back to answering your question too, which was repurposing. Uh, Yeah, I'll use my insights, stuff that gets a lot of saves bookmarks whatever um i'm like sick i will make that again a a lot of this content i'm reposting now i went back a year ago Uh, i must have been in a really creative state Uh, i have one coming out super fun this inner dialogue there's three mats in this one uh because i know a lot of people love my maddie ice content this is pre maddie ice this is three different mats um and i posted that a year ago like like literally february last year and i was like oh this is sick like i have a whole new audience people haven't seen this let me repost this. This is so fun. Um, and on that point, say shit over and over. People are so worried. Like, I've already said this. I can't say it again. It's like, okay, number one, you're going to say it differently this time. You're going to yeah. say it a little differently, different energy. Maybe you know how to say it even better. Number two, I'm hoping you have new followers who haven't seen your old stuff. So they need to see the new stuff. Number three, I think I have like six points to these. I don't know if off the top of my head, but number three is that you're followers are evolving. They're not the same person they were three weeks ago. So when I tell you the old way of niching down is broken, stop fucking thinking of some magical person. Instead, I want you to think of the problem you solve. And then you solve that problem in a very specific way. That is your zone of genius, right? And then your content exists to prove that your zone of genius solves the problem. 
right? And then blah, blah, right? You go, oh, wow, that's really, really interesting. Cool. And then you don't do anything, right? And you keep trying to niche down the old way and talk to some magical person. And then you see it two weeks later. Oh, fuck. I heard him say it. that was a good idea. Like, okay, maybe I should sit down and like, see if I can work this out. You try and work it out. And you're like, ah, I'm not getting anywhere. Ah, right. Two weeks later, I say it again. And you're like, oh, okay. I totally get it. I think I'm getting a little closer. I think I know what the problem I solve. Right. Then four and five weeks later, seven weeks later. Right. And then half the time people aren't taking action. <laughs> right. Which hopefully gets them to go, you know, I should just hire them, which is obviously the main goal to get people to work with you. Um, but yeah, if that answers your question on repeating yourself and repurposing stuff, do it. When you make carousels, you make reels, like have those saved somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. All my carousels, I never like rewrite over something. Every carousel, I make a copy and I make a new one, right? Every video, before I put captions on it, before I put words and music on it, I save it to my phone and I throw it on my computer and it goes in a folder with the date and a title, right? So today's would be like, you know, February 14th. Uh, and I talked about, um, uh, what the fuck did I talk about? Whatever, I give it a title. That's going in my Dropbox or Google Drive or wherever you want to save shit, save it there. So that way, when you do want to repurpose it, you could just go right to that folder and you have the original. You don't have to go to like, download my Instagram without a watermark, which degrades the quality and looks crappy, right? You just have it. It's all right there for you. And then you do content for four years like I have. You don't even have to make new content if you don't want to. Now, I love to because it's creative and I always think of new ways to talk about things. Um, but yeah, this week, another reason why I make content so fast is that two of them I've just recreated or literally not even recreated. I'm just like, took that video and cool, posting on a Wednesday. They're all my genius. tips. Take you're them all. You're an evil genius. You know that? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Okay, so my fun question is, when you're creating all of these reels and like you're running videos and stuff, when you and Nat were training for your runs, was she ever like, okay, can you like stop doing this? And can we just do our run? <laughs> like, does she ever get annoyed? Uh, No, she's never gotten annoyed. I mean, one, she's super supportive. She knows yeah. that part of it is like my business. Part of it is like, I'm getting memories over here. And it's fun. But in reality, yeah, we go for a 10 plus mile run. You know, 10 miles take us whatever, 30 minutes with some or three hours with some breaks and stuff. Um, 30 minutes. 30 minutes yeah, I was flying <laughs> uh, like three hours. So uh, freaking one minute Instagram for me to go pull my phone and go, what's everybody on a run with Natalie? You know, or like I did it for on Sunday, like Super Bowl run, blah, blah, blah. It's less than a minute. It's 15 seconds of our, 30 minute or three hour run or whatever. And uh, it's not a big deal. And I just communicate. I'm like, you know, I'm getting, I mean, she knows at this point, but like, Get ready. Well, you know, I just communicate and I'm like, <laughs> just getting, and it doesn't take me away from the present moment. Uh, I actually feel like it brings me more into the present moment because yeah. um, I'm just like being here and having fun with it. And I think it makes it more fun. I'm not like, it is. I'm not on my phone responding to DMs or like scrolling, <laughs> right? I'm like, <laughs> I'm including her in it and she's part of it. And, you know, I love her. So I make her part of it. And I want people, you know, you know, to know who she is and things like that. So there's know. a yeah. small subset of your audience, myself included, who loves seeing you and, and Natalie content together, like on a run and going and doing mm -hmm. things because my husband's my best friend. Brandon's my best friend. Mm -hmm. And so I'm constantly like, not constantly, but I frequently will share like us going out and doing things like date night, take a picture yeah, or on the couch, yeah. watching 
ancient aliens last night because yeah. the baby didn't want to go to sleep. Like, I'll bore you to death. <laughs> like, here we are. Yeah. It's cute. And it's it's life. Yeah. 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 And that's just, yeah, it's just part of that building that deeper connection. Like, yeah. there was this also this old thing of like, stop showing your puppy. Nobody wants to see your stuff. Like, business, business, business. And I mean, that was probably true. And I remember teaching that like way back years ago. Um, but that really just isn't true. People want to feel connected to you. And and again, it goes back to you're going to buy, you're going to buy content guy, 100,000 followers, you know, all this stuff. Or you're going to buy from me, 2,600 followers, because you're deeply connected, because you know, Natalie, you know, I, I love muffins, you know, I play baseball and trail run. And you know, all these other things about me, uh, Dave Matthews, right? Like it connects us. The matching tattoo with my brother, right? Maria, you have one. Tara, you don't. It, e- even though you do and you don't. <laughs> Both of them build connection, right? So, yeah, yeah that's and yeah, me showing Natalie just what you said, like, yeah, great point. You're like, I love it, and yeah, so we're yeah. we're just building that deeper connection. So, it's one of the reasons why I like Instagram because of stories that allow you to kind of have a little more laid back approach to uh, showing those things. Um, and yeah, and it just gets it just gets to be fun, you know. And it doesn't mean it have to be like me and energy, but like show up as yourself, but also like we all know how to have fun. However you're like with your best friends when the camera's off and you guys are messing around, like, yeah, maybe you're a bit quieter in the group, but you laugh with your friends. You have a good time. Like, just think of it like that and just show up that way. And and I'm no different, you know, with my friends. I'm the loud one. Uh, I say the inappropriate jokes. Like I do all these, you know, uh, that's how people know me. And so it's no different. I just show up that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not like, I like seeing it. I, I always think that it's fun and it does. Like, it's so relatable i just always wondered yeah what she thought about it yeah um well here's what we're gonna do since we're talking so much about content i never remember to do this we're gonna do it live on the podcast i'm going to uh take my phone out i'm gonna open instagram i'm gonna make a story live here in the moment since you asked about it just ready what's up everybody i am live on a podcast with tara maria we're having a great time talking about content Definitely gotta check out this episode. Loving it. Peace out. Bam, see how easy that was? <laughs> People make it so hard. So Hold easy. On. Hold on, we gotta get a boomerang. You nailed it. We need a boomerang. Boomerang, yeah. live on the air. Ready? I'm yeah. ready. Oh, I did nothing. <laughs> you said yes. She said ready. You she said did yes. say yes. She's looking down. I Come did, on. and I was Come not on. ready. Come on, ready? Okay. <laughs> Clearly, I am not good at oh, Okay. I need to do it again then. Tara. Tara, you're two. still not doing anything. Unbelievable. Come on. Did I not? <laughs> no, I did you didn't. This. You did it a oh little Oh, my late. God. All right, keep the heart. Ready? Okay. Okay. Whenever I, I boomerang, I, I, I boomerang IRL. It, I just go back it and forth. actually okay. worked. <laughs> Amazing. We did it. Yay. I just took a picture. So. Y'all, this is going to be the funniest I podcast won't make it ever hard because I am not editing it. <laughs> no, this podcast needs no editing. No, it's fucking perfect. No. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I was super excited for this. I knew we'd have fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. MatthewAllen.me slash Trailblazer. Come to the content challenge May, March, March 13th. March, thir- March 13th. If this is not out before then, that'll be too bad. <laughs> well, I mean, Bump we Bump me up. Right? I love it. Ooh. I'm here yeah. for it. We could do it. We can. I do mean, it. it's our podcast. We make the rules, so 
That's, there are no rules in there any of this no entrepreneurship. None. There are no rules. You can charge whatever you want. You can put out offers all the time. You can put out none. You can launch. You can not launch. People are like, uh, now I'm just going on another rant. My clients are like, what do I do? Like, if this client's not doesn't want to pay, I'm like, I don't make up another offer. Like, do a once a month call, support call. That's less yeah. mm-hmm. that they can afford. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, oh, just make stuff up. You know, just continue to support people because you can, and it's a beautiful thing, and. You can make money. The name of the podcast is Business Renegades. The definition of renegade is you do whatever the fuck you want. That's right. (laughs) Do what feels really good to you. All right, Matthew Allen, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Thanks, Maria and Tara. Super fun. Where can we find you? Uh, Definitely hit me up on Instagram at Matthew.Allen, Allen with a Y. And I'll see you at the content challenge. All right. Thank you. We'll see you there. All right, you guys. If you like this podcast, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or a rating on Spotify. Join us each week to gain new insights and ideas that will help you be a business renegade and think outside the box.